They're cleaning spills and splitting bills. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. It most certainly is. But the big question on everybody's lips, Matt O'Kine, you got to swab up the nose yesterday. What's the result of the COVID test? Negative, baby. Oi! I, I, mean, you, I, I you just choked s- on some water and I, I've, I've, I feel like I've got something in my chest again now. I'm coughing. Well, you explained that better when Donald Trump did when he uh, tested negative because he said it was a very positive result, <laughs> but in a negative, it was positively negative. So it's good to know you're A-OK. There's yep. no, there's not going to be an O-Kine cluster popping up uh, for anyone who is uh, hanging around the uh, the schnitzel crumbs of, uh, of the pubs where Matt yep. likes to lurk. It was hard being just indoors again. Like locked in for 24 hours, not being able to go get a coffee or anything, and I have to look after my daughter, daughter every day. So, I, like that was, she doesn't. You can't explain to a 14 month old that you just went and did a COVID test and you can't leave the house. She's banging on the door, crying well, to I'm get sh- out. I'm sure you could if you made up a song about it. You've been pretty good at that one, and I have been indoors uh, the last 24 hours, locked in the studio with Woods, trying to come up with. One of the best songs that Australia has and the world has ever seen. Brandon from Perth gave us the uh, the bin goes up, bin goes down song. The bin goes up and the bin goes down to the end of the street and I'll turn around. Ian Dicko Dixon uh, picked it as the winner yesterday. And so, Matt, we're in the production mode. You're going to be hearing how the first recording session has gone for... Uh, Bingo's Up, the brand new single from All Day Breakfast. Uh, all that and more. We've got Peter Hellier on the show. We're going to be talking to Marley Silver. Should be a whole heap of fun, so hopefully you can uh, hang out with your boys as Matt we uh, swab your ears with our podcast. <laughs> and it will be positive. And it'll be deep in there. Here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt, there's a lot of shit going on in the world at the moment, <laughs> and there's a lot of shit going on off the world at the moment. And you can tell uh, why, because the International Space Station is due to get a brand new and improved toilet system later on this year. Yeah, there's a few (laughs) asteroids floating around, that's for sure. A few shooting stars. The old... Couple of comets, couple of comets <laughs> happening up on the International Space Station. Um, it was an interesting reading this story this week. NASA uh, has created the new Universal Waste Management System. They're not just calling it a dunny, all right? It's a UWMS, an UMS uh, system that's designed to bridge the gap between the current lavatorial space technology and what humans will need to make extended visits to Mars in comfort. But what have they been doing now? Well, they've, they've got a toilet, but it's sort of new and improved. You know, they've it's, got it's... Kenny up there changing the old <laughs> portal loose. <laughs> no, but I'm sure, you know, much like toilet paper used to be one ply, they're just adding those extra plies of, uh, of, of goodness. And I, I heard, you know, in the past, potentially an outdated NASA system, that it's tougher for female astronauts to go to the bathroom than males just because of the designs of the toilet and that sort of thing. And I'm sure, that, sure there's like a, not a hard suction going on, but like a, a little bit of uh, air to pull uh, any unnecessary stuff into the uh, required areas. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's no bidet, is there? No. That wouldn't be very useful. Just the old... Very luxurious old... on Earth. Hey, <laughs> I tell you what, speaking of bidets, have you been to Japan? Yes. Because I used, I've never used one of those before properly. Mm. And I used it for the first time. Astoundingly accurate. <laughs> I honestly... Did you, did the, your, uh, was your bidet designer Robin Hood, was it? 
absolute bullseye. I've got to tell you. I didn't know how it. Yeah, I don't know how they nailed it. Well, as uh, the designers go towards you know populating Mars, we need to come up with something better. Uh, when the astronauts went to the moon. They actually just left bags of human waste on the lunar surface. What? You just got, imagine like going. Like it's a to- music festival, just <laughs> chucking a big old pile of crap. That yeah. is terrible. Well, the closest I've got to, um, well, I guess the, the closest I've got to the International Space Station was when I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro and I was about, you know, 11 twelfths of the way up. <laughs> it's summit night. You get up at midnight. So you get to the top six hours later when the sun's rising and about halfway up, the altitude sickness, because I wasn't taking the tablets, kicked in, and I just had to oh, no. excuse myself and hide behind a rock. Oh, just, that was about 5,500 metres above sea level, level. So that's almost International Space Station. At least you went behind the rock. My friend crept out of his tent when we were walking Machu Picchu <laughs> um, on the way up, the Inca Trail. He crept out of his tent on the night before we arrived to the, to the, big, the big thing. And uh, just hid behind a tree, did it, woke up the next morning and uh, we, we all got asked to line up uh, to start the, uh, the trek for the day and suddenly we we're like, who did a poop on the ground here in the middle of the trail? He did it on the wrong side of the tree in the middle of the night. So, <laughs> Emily from <laughs> Melbourne, what's the most bizarre place you've gone to the toilet? Um, I was travelling from Brussels to Bruges and I swear to you, we were just going to the toilet on the tracks. Like when it was like a port on a train. So when you looked oh. down, you could see the tracks below you. Yes, <laughs> oh dear. I understand so that. Good for escaping while you're James Bond. Very bad yeah. for hygiene when you're uh, just walking across the tracks <laughs> later on. Yeah. And, and I've uh, questioned it, that it actually happened. So if anyone can confirm that is actually what it's like there, that would be great. No, absolutely. I mean, the same things happened I've seen in Sri Lanka and India as well, traveling mm. on the trains there. I mean, the real key is, I mean, there's nothing wrong. It's by, it's biodegradable waste. It's just um, timing the poop so that you're yeah. not doing it when the train is stopped at the platform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and boarding passengers can just see this log slide yeah. out yeah. from the train. And the bridge, imagine. A little railway <laughs> sleeper getting added to the mix. Oh, uh, thank you very much, Emily. Off the bridge, off the train Sorry. bridge, hey? Uh, Tie a little rope to it. <laughs> Geronimo! <laughs> Troy from Brisbane, another uh, seamless caller into this talk back. How are we, boys? Pretty good, good Troy. You, Troy. I mean, pretty about- good <laughs> kicking off today with a little bit of uh, scat chat. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a little bit of scat chat. Yeah, well, about 10 years ago when I was in primary school, me and my friends at the time, we were out skateboarding and we thought, oh, yeah, it's a weekend. No no teachers will be at the school or anyone will be at the school. So but we jumped the fence and skated around the school and I'll tell you what, something started brewing. <laughs> Do you remember, okay. did, you, did, you, did, you, did you say to yourself, man, I could really use a NASA Universal Waste Management System right now? <laughs> oh, man, that's the only thing that was going through my mind. <laughs> exactly, so- word for word. So, you I mean, usually at schools, <laughs> they close the, the toilets, you know, with a big, big yeah. bolt. So you can't get yeah, in. Yeah, I found that out the hard way. <laughs> so, uh, what and, was the next uh, best was, thing? <laughs> oh, mate, the garden. Uh, the well, garden right next to where everyone has assembly. <laughs> oh, no. Good on you. Did Good you on uh, take you a try. peek when you went back to school? <laughs> I wish. 
Why? Why do you wish? I, too, I just wanted to see what it looked like the next day, but I was too scared I'd get caught out, you know? Yeah, for, fair enough. You don't want people to start looking where it is. Okay, thank you, Troy. We'll catch you later, mate. Uh, there we go. Some uh, good highbrow space engineering <laughs> chat to begin today's all-day breakfast. Uh, you're welcome. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Matt, very excited right now to have a chat to someone who, like us, has recently started a new podcast. It is called uh, Always Was, Always Will Be, our stories podcast. Uh, she is the host with the most. And has also got an upcoming book. We met her a few years ago when she was one of the youngest CEOs ever of AIM. And it's a pleasure to be chatting to her right now. Marley Silver, hello. Hello, friends. How are you? Great. Thanks, Marley. Although I'm a little annoyed because at one stage when I was uh, checking uh, the charts for the uh, podcast, I saw you beating us with your incredible um, podcast debut, new podcast. You just started it uh, last month. Can you tell us all about Always Was, Always Will Be Our Stories? Yeah. So the title is a play on this year's NADOC theme, which is Always Was, Always Will Be. And it's sort of a, a statement you hear a lot of Aboriginal people saying um, when we talk about this beautiful country we live on. Um, and in the podcast, I sit down with some of our most inspiring uh, role models and trailblazers in all different areas that they work in and, and really just capture their stories. So yeah, it's... Um, you know, I'm doing it as a one-woman podcast production, editing, hosting, the whole bit. Um, it's a new challenge, but absolutely love it. That's really huge. I mean, it takes a lot to put it together. There's the hosting things. I mean, I've taken a one look at the back end of this podcast um, thing, <laughs> sort of behind the scenes and all these algorithms that you need to be putting together. It's pretty tricky stuff. How, how have you found it? You know what? It was my isolation project, so I had plenty <laughs> of spare time on my yeah, hands. And, um, yeah, I could figure it out that way. <laughs> What's one of the stories that stuck out for you or one of the moments from the podcast so far? Well, actually, this week's episode um, was with two uh, women who are massive, massive inspirations for me, um, Nakia Louie and Miranda Tapsell. Oh. Um, I did not think I'd be able to get a, some heavy hitters like that, but, you know, someone from their team actually reached out to me, which is probably because I jumped you guys in the charts. Yeah, um, they saw that. They, <laughs> yeah, they, they were onto a good thing. No wonder they're not replying to our calls. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's great. And so, yeah, what did they have a chat about? So they have a new podcast too. So there's just lots of podcasts, <laughs> meta podcast chat. Yeah. But we talked a lot about like feminism and, and whether that's, you know, it really includes us as Aboriginal women and beauty in a black body. And that was just so amazing. I was fangirling the whole time. So yeah, it was great. Absolutely. Did you, uh, what do you, how do you deal with the nerves when you have people uh, of that caliber coming on the podcast? Well, a few weeks ago, I actually got DM'd by um, someone who works for Patty Mills, the NBA player. Um, and I've actually been doing work with him as well. So I've had a bit of practice with not freaking out um, of being on a Zoom call with someone famous. So oh, fantastic. <laughs> it's that been wild. is so great. So uh, there's also another initiative that's kind of sweeping the world now at the moment as well. It started off in the States and it's uh, it's been picked up over here by Tara June Winch and Zoe Foster Blake and it's called Share the Mic Australia. Do you want to talk to us about your involvement with Share the Mic Now Australia? Yeah, so I got asked um, by Tara um, 
we've done a little bit of stuff before, which is another one of those fangirl things. I'm such a huge fan of her books. And um, she asked me if I'd be interested in taking over uh, a high-profile non-Indigenous woman's Instagram for the day, um, sharing uh, my perspectives and my experience, particularly with the whole um, Black Lives Matter movement and everything that's been going on at the moment. Um, yeah, on, on her page. So I was with Madeline West. Um, and it's just a way for those women who have those um, profiles to make space for Aboriginal voices that are otherwise uh, unheard, you know, particularly by their audiences. So I definitely jumped at the opportunity um, and it's always exciting to be able to speak to people who've who've kind of not really had much to do with us before and expand their minds into, you know, how they can do more and be better allies. Absolutely. And how are you feeling in the situation that we find ourselves in currently? There's so much bad news coming out when it comes to uh, Black Lives uh, Matter, but also some great news and some inspiring stories that are coming out as well. Personally, do you sort of ride the roller coaster? What, what's winning in, in your mind at the moment? How are you feeling about uh, the, this, the, you know, the disappointing things that we keep seeing alongside the, uh, the inspiring things that uh, can happen as well? Yeah, it really isn't roller coaster. Um, you know, I'm my whole life, my whole, everything I do is dedicated to elevating Aboriginal stories and, and having our voices heard so we can combat a lot of the issues that we face. And it's, um, there's definitely a lot of benefits that, that come when there is attention um, drawn to them. And, you know, it is, it is kind of disheartening in some instances when it does take something overseas to sort of have it triggered here. But, um, you know, I, you definitely take what you can and, and, um, admittedly at the end of like the first week of this all I was so exhausted and I just didn't want to keep <laughs> yeah. talking about it and you know because you feel like you've been screaming at a wall for your whole life and then suddenly a lot of people want a lot of stuff from you and um, you don't want to be ungrateful or not use the opportunities but you also have to look after your own mental health and things like mm. that but now I think the flip side of it is the the way that I've just never seen so many people mobilized and outraged about the same thing and um, you know people that I've never seen speak out um, about anything remotely political are doing things and you know um, showing up and talking about paying the rent, like things like that I've just never seen come out of these people's mouths. That to me feels like as much as it's been a really harrowing and awful time in history, it could also be something we look back on as a real turning point. Oh, well, it's such a pleasure to have you on, Marley Silver. You're, you are truly inspirational. Ever since we first uh, crossed paths back in <laughs> Triple J when you were the head of AIM, uh, yeah, you're certainly destined to do some incredible things and to... Um, yeah, keep blazing the the way. Yeah, check out the Always Was, Always Will Be Our Stories podcast or just follow Marley.Silver on Instagram as well. Marley, thank you so much for having a chat to us and uh, hopefully catch you again soon. My pleasure, boys. I'm always tuning in. Oh, you're a <laughs> Oh, that's thank the you. best. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Now, if you joined us yesterday on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, you would have been a part of the huge announcement. It was our, basically our Australian Idol grand final for 2020. We did press Ian, the button for the confetti to fall from the roof. It oh, didn't fire, unfortunately. Yeah. There were streamers, um, and it was all in celebration for Ian Dicko Dixon to announce as our head judge the winner of our mundane, mundane music 
songs. What yep. do we end up calling it? Mundane? Well, it's tough to finish up the segment. We still don't have a proper name for it, but you're right. We did ask you, what songs do you make up in your head while you're going about your day? And uh, we've got so many entries. Brendan from Perth taking it out uh, with his ode to being lost as a garbo. Uh, it was brilliant stuff. And the prize is, Matt, that we take your song and we try and release it as a fully-fledged single. It does, you know, as most things do, need a little bit of polishing. And so part of that, we got our, uh, as we mentioned, one of the Australia's best and one of our most convenient uh, producers to help us out, Woods Music, um, using the studio next door to my bedroom, which is good. Yes. Now, I was a little bit nervous because in the lead up to this event, you kind of mentioned several times over several days that you hadn't mentioned it to Woods yet. Well, she always has to hold the videos in my uh, in my stupid <laughs> content, recorded my audio book at the moment. Uh, so I was slightly, you know, nervous about asking her to help us out with one other thing, but we got in there, it went well, she's awesome. And so this is what happened when, uh, when I got her and I showed her Brendan's song for the very first time. Okay, here we are in the spare bedroom slash music studio at the Dyson Residence, and I'm here with a gold record winning producer, songwriter. It's Woods. Hello. Hello. Now, you're furiously preparing your debut album, which is coming out around September. Where on your list of priorities is doing a song called The Bin Goes Up, The Bin Goes Down? I just found out about it. (laughs) It's that high up on my list. (laughs) I was actually behind a bin truck yesterday driving along the street and I got stuck behind it for a good few minutes. Well, you can use that as inspiration. Okay, uh, here it is uh, for the first time, the bin goes up, the bin goes down, as heard by Woods. The bin goes up and the bin goes down to the end of the street and I'll turn around. Do I go left? Do I go right? Hang on, I need to turn around. Okay, first thoughts. I really like it. So that's written by someone who drives it. Made up on the spot. But are they a garbage man? Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I really like the idea that that's what's happening in the booth of the garbage truck is that kind of musicality. Brilliant. Now, coming up with a song out of this, what's the first step when you're uh, producing writing a song? So we're using that. That's our base. That's good to go. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we've got the melody, we've got some lyrics... I, I'm guessing this is the chorus, um, or it could be a bridge. But then we have a lot more to write. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is. That's where we began, Matt. That's the starting pistol for writing okay. this particular tune. Woods, as you could hear, absolutely impressed and couldn't wait to help help me out to get this song to life. But once we got rolling, things started working out pretty well. Oh, okay. Well, how did, how did the rest of it go? Well, you know, there's a lot of oil. We couldn't put it all in, but there certainly were... A lot of moments. There were moments of recognition. I realised it just reminded me of the hokey pokey. A little bit, been up, been down, turn it around. Yeah, the bin goes in, the bin goes out. (laughs) Yeah, I like it. Moments of brainstorming. Bin words, bin words, hit me. What's stuff to do with a bin? Garbage, filth, juice. (laughs) Um, Recycling, yellow, red, green, smelly. Early. It's always early in the morning, isn't it? Yeah, because there's been quite a few times where we've heard it and Alex is like, ah! And like, <laughs> grab the robe, grab the bin, sprint out. One of our neighbours 
actually takes the bin out, stands by the bin, the bin truck comes and apparently they bring it back in. That's what Alex told me. Straight away, yeah, they're just hovering ready to bring it back in when as soon as it's picked up. Yeah, maybe that's retirement. That's what we've all got to look forward to. <laughs> Moments of clarification. Are you singing? I thought you'd sing. Oh. I mean, it would sound better if you sung it. Yeah, okay. I'm singing a bin song today. <laughs> Great. Moments of labelling. Hey, we've got a Google Doc. Wait, what did you just call that? Garbage song for Alex. <laughs> it's good for your ah, filing. The bar is high. <laughs> You might have to put three on the end of that because I've, I've done a few garbage songs already. <laughs> Moments of creative difference. I think guitar is good. I think piano. I think he's singing it really gorgeously and, you know, trying to make it a, a lullaby almost, mm. like a real wistful lullaby, just because it's to remind people that it's bin night. You put it on on bin night oh. and you can dream of the garbage man picking up your bins in the morning. It could be almost like... Um... Overnight Santa Claus. Yeah! A little bit of magic. A lullaby you can sing to the kids on bin nights. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yes, I think we're on track here. Moments of songwriting genius. Um, something, 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 something. Separate recycling, yeah. So something that rhymes with separate recycling. Um, well, we can go to Rhyme Zone. Oh, here's a good producer tip. What's going on here? The cool thing about rhymebrain.com. They do near rhymes, so... Oh, okay. Tightening, silencing, spiralling. Spiralling's good. Yeah, because you pick up the bin, you sort of twist it around a little bit, spiralling the top. Yeah. What about wheelie? What rhymes with wheelie? (laughs) And moments of revelation. For the garbage truck, man, it's not a bin night. It's always bin night. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, I, I was yeah. about it. For the garbage men, bin night is every night. Yeah. Okay, wow. Well, let's let's incorporate that into our lyrics. So maybe we could do one part is, like, lullaby, go to bed, kids, the bin fairy's coming, and the other one's, like, a lament of the garbo who, for every night, is bin night. So we're making two songs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alex Dyson, incredible stuff. In- so impressive how two great creative minds are working. Also, extremely rude to double down and make two songs <laughs> well, for your partner that only is working on her own album and you're just chucking more work at her so that you can jump on your silly little podcast. She's been working her whole life towards this moment, mate. Yeah, but you got to remember, the bin goes up and the bin go- I'm not going to get that song out of my head. It's been a big yeah, day. Yeah, I remember, all right, because you're garbage. Absolute <laughs> garbage. All right, so we're, we're working on it. There could be two songs, potentially. Uh, be Our deadline is Friday show, so make sure you're listening Friday show to hear the uh, the final product after that very productive recording session between I can't wait. Alex that Dyson means, and Woods. That means this weekend you have the opportunity, given that so many restrictions are lift- lifting, you can visit some friends, hit, hit the club, Right and 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 absolutely bop to Australia's new favorite tune. I can't wait to Australia's new favorite heat bead. <laughs> it's gonna be the big. Song. Join us then. I'm very excited to talk to our next guests whose show has its finale next week. Season two of How to Stay Married is happening next Tuesday night on Channel 10 or 10 Play. And the star and creator of it is on the line right now, Mr. Peter Hellier. Hello. 
G'day, Alex. G'day, Matt. How are we? Oh, oh, so good, my friend. We are very, very good. Thank you very so much for joining us, Peter. Uh, we should start off by saying happy birthday for yesterday. Thank you. Thank you. And and the hamper you sent me, that was just a, such a lovely touch. Um, uh, I knew you're a man who likes wicker. And so a wicker basket <laughs> with packed full of goodies is uh, is something that I think everyone deserves on their birthday. No, much appreciated. Actually, I should. Uh, I want to check. Are you a um, are you a Facebook birthday person? Have you got your date on Facebook? Because I mean, I celebrated my birthday a couple of months ago. Forgot I took it off Facebook. Turns out nobody cares about me. <laughs> <laughs> I, no one. I must say, I haven't even checked Facebook. I, I'll be going on six months. I I I, I, I think I'm I'm technically honest, but I haven't I, I haven't checked it. I kind of. I kind of took half a stance when all you know the all the Facebook stuff came out and the, and the and the spying on us and listening to us and I just thought I won't delete the app but I just won't look at it and I've been reasonably disciplined about it. That's that's pretty well done. Yeah, nice work. I'm on Instagram and Twitter and all the you know and all the rest, but <laughs> so I'm I'm slowly slowly getting there. Well, speaking of your Instagram, I've been I've loved following the uh, the the clubbing that you've been doing during this <laughs> lockdown. You've been managing to find all sorts of uh, trendy bars in the comfort of your own home. Can you tell us a few of the names of these venues that uh, you and your lovely wife have been frequenting while everyone has been locked out of uh, outside <laughs> venues? Yeah, well, the good thing about the venues uh, in our house, they're, um, you know, they've got a maximum of two, um, <laughs> which is just fine. We we send the kids upstairs. We've been to such places as uh, we went to a, a German dance club, which was in my 11-year-old Oscar's room. That was called Von Schnitzel's. Uh, <laughs> they just played Rammstein all night. We left that actually after a couple of hours. And then we went to a little hip, little swank, little uh, wine bar in our shower that was called Downpour. Oh, uh, we, yeah, nice. we uh, we went to uh, uh, a little Irish pub called the the Cillian Murphy, and um, <laughs> that was the, the crack was going off. <laughs> That's beautiful. I'm surprised <laughs> you actually got got led into von Schnitzels. The German club's notoriously hard to get into. You've got to act like a local. You know, uh, we're all black, so uh, I'm surprised you made it in. Was was your son the bouncer on the door? Yeah, <laughs> we we managed to get him by at least acting local, and I, I think if. Uh, if we had have been outside of our own four walls acting that German, we, it would have been offensive to anyone uh, <laughs> in these <enough>. shots. <laughs> so, um, Pete, can you tell us when, you, when you're making the show, How to Stay Married, the, uh, the last episode coming out very soon, now that it's come out in, uh, during this you know, intense period and around the world, are there moments and episodes that you look back on and think, well, this, this doesn't feel right at all right now, <laughs> given the climate? It's. I mean, as as you know, as you know, Matt, because you you you've uh, you've written your wonderful uh, comedy uh, as well. It, it's it's you writing you know so far in advance and in its production. So you know we, everything's a bit of a fluke, really, as far as if you're if if, if you're landing anything in the zeitgeist. Um, but we we my character's arc for the whole series is all he wants to do is make enough money from working at home uh, to uh, take the family on a cruise. Um, so, <laughs> that, like, we just could not. And I just remember when that first ship kind of came in and it was, you know, not the Ruby Princess. Even before that, the one was, you know, like yeah. way overseas. And I was just thinking, this could be interesting. I was just trying to think of all the jokes that we had done. And then the Ruby Princess happened and I thought, maybe I could go in, the, in post-production and this can, like, just get it off the, you know, off-camera off remark, you know, Ruby <laughs> Princess joke. <laughs> I just, I, 
but I think it's played out really well, and it, it, it does play out right to the end. And you, I think, the final shot of the of this uh, second series really like <laughs> it. It it you'll you'll see it, and you'll think, well, you kind of know how series uh, three is going to start. By <laughs> yeah, well, make sure you uh, you check it out next Tuesday, uh, the season two finale of How to Stay Married. And then, Pete, um, uh, are you are you planning a cruise yourself? Is this is this something that you'll do in the the future? Are you a bit of a cruiser? I, I think once uh, this, this season wraps up, we might be banned from going on cruises. I think, oh. we've jinxed, I, I think we jinxed it. I think the curse started on the set of How to Stay Married, to be honest. Well, we're loving the show. Thanks so much, Peter, for joining us uh, today. And happy birthday again for yesterday. And uh, we'll be watching you on the project tonight. And uh, we'll catch you for a drink at Von Schnitzel's soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're your best um, suspenders. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Catch you. Cheers, Pete. Bye. Thanks, guys. All day breakfast. Well, Matt, I hate to say it, but it's the end of another episode of All Day Breakfast. Well, I'm actually excited because it just means that you and your partner Woods can uh, <laughs> can duck on out of here and get cracking on Brendan from Perth's Bin Song. Yeah, looking forward to uh, to getting. I was I was getting excited about it today. It's sounding good, so that's all I'll, that's all I'll give away. But um, that is coming up further on this week. Hopefully, you can join us as we uh, create the next, as Matt said, heat bead to be dribbling down Australia's face very very soon. Shout out to all the international space stationers that are getting to poop in comfort. And also our guests, Marley Silva and Pete Hellier. Uh, apologies for placing them next to that uh, <laughs> primary school content. <laughs> um, uh, we have been Matt and Alex, and we will catch you next time. I make no apologies. We're unapologetic. Absolutely none. We'll see you tomorrow. All day breakfast. Keep pooping. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.